So for him, there was the concern that, you know, I don't want my brain to be obviously damaged, right? There's so much life still left to live when you're 22. This is Point of Discovery. I'm Mark Earhart. Today, I'm talking with Livia Eberlin, a chemist at the University of Texas at Austin, who has developed a stunning medical device. But we'll get to that in a moment. First, let's continue to listen to her story about her good friend, who five years ago, in his early 20s, was diagnosed with brain cancer. So uh, he told me that when he came out of surgery, his main concern is, you know, did the doctor get everything out? Because, of course, if the surgeon had left any cancer behind, there's a chance it would return. But her friend's other big worry was keeping as much healthy tissue as possible. This is the brain we're talking about. Eberlin realized that surgeons walk a tightrope every time they try to remove a tumor. They have to get all the cancer out, but they also have to preserve as much healthy tissue as possible. Um, Of course, surgeons are very well-trained, very experienced, but once you start removing the tumor and you get, you know, done with the the majority of it, right, with like the core of the tumor, you get into this tricky area where there's a mixture of tumor and normal cells. And that's where the hard decisions come in. And where do you stop cutting? She tells me that during surgery, there is a way that surgeons can get help in determining if what they're looking at is cancerous or not. They cut out a small piece of tissue and send it off to a lab down the hall. It gets frozen and sliced super thin. Then a pathologist looks at it under a microscope. But that process is slow. It takes about 30 minutes, maybe an hour, depending on the volume of surgeries that current day. And the process of freezing the cells changes their shape. So for some cancers, it can still be really tricky for a pathologist to make a call. For some cancers, the results can be wrong in as many as 10 to 20 percent of cases. Meanwhile, the patient is still lying there, opened up on the operating table. Waiting for the results increases the risk of infection and danger of too much anesthesia. Eberlin decided there must be a better way, and she was going to build it. Living cells, whether they are healthy or cancerous, produce small molecules called metabolites. So these are like things like amino acids, nucleotides, um, sugars, lipids, things that are small. These metabolites are involved in all the important processes of life, such as generating energy, growing, and reproducing. So with cancer, these processes are completely dysregulated. So these cells are growing very fast. They're um, invading tissues, so they have a completely different expression of these molecules within um, the cells. Each kind of cell has its own unique profile of metabolites. And among cancerous cells, a brain cancer cell has a different profile than, say, a lung cancer cell. Think of these metabolite profiles as fingerprints. Just like a detective at the scene of a crime, scientists can identify shady characters from just their fingerprints. And Eberlin set out to build an instrument that could detect them in a patient during surgery. That means surgeons would be able to tell which tissue is cancerous and which is healthy all in a matter of seconds. (music) 
Eberlin assembled a team of scientists and engineers from UT Austin that included Jialing Zhang in the College of Natural Sciences and Thomas Milner in the Cockrell School of Engineering to develop the three main subsystems. The first one is the actual handheld pen that's 3D printed and actually very simple um, plastic materials, things that you can use and dispose. A surgeon touches the pen directly to tissue in the patient. Tubes deliver a drop of water to the tip of the pin, and metabolites migrate from the tissue into the water. Then the water is drawn into an instrument that reads the molecular fingerprints, identifying thousands of types of molecules. And then we have the mass spectrometer that does most of the chemistry, right? It analyzes the molecules, it tells about the patterns. So, you know, we had a team working on the engineering part, a team working on the mass spectrometry, the chemistry part, and then there's all the computational software and statistical work. That third part, the software, is pretty cool. It uses methods from artificial intelligence research called machine learning. She says most of us have participated in machine learning without even knowing it. Facebook uses machine learning to recognize your face. So when if you, you know, are wasting a lot of your time and posting a lot of pictures on Facebook, you're training the computer to know this picture is me. As you upload more and more pictures, Facebook gets smarter, right? So it's recognizing the pattern of your face. So it's pattern recognition. You've told them so many times, look, this is me, this is me, this is me. When you get a picture that it's never seen, it's going to say, ha, huh, you've trained me enough, so now I know that is you. That's the exact same technology that we use. To train their cancer-detecting software, Eberlin and researchers in her lab analyzed the molecular fingerprints of 253 tissue samples collected from normal and cancerous tissues of the breast, lung, thyroid, and ovary. The samples came from Baylor College of Medicine, UT's MD Anderson Cancer Center, and UT Austin's Dell Medical School. Now, when we bring a new sample that's never seen, it's been trained enough to know that that profile is of cancer or that profile is normal. It sounds like something you'd see on Star Trek and think, that's so cool. Maybe my grandchildren will live long enough to see something like that. But now Eberlin and her team have a working device called the Mass Spec Pin. In the current issue of the journal Science Translational Medicine, they describe how it works and how well it works. It works really well. Um, the system is fully automated, very easy to use. Anyone could use it. You just hold this pan into a tissue and use a foot pedal to activate it, and you get an automated response. So it's fully automatic, fully biocompatible, that's disposable. And in terms of the actual analytical performance, overall we have 96.4% accuracy um, for cancer detection. Remember, the existing technology surgeons use gets cancer detection wrong 10 to 20% of the time for some cancers. And it takes 30 minutes to learn anything. But the new mass spec pin? It returns results in about 10 seconds. Her tests so far have been on tumor-bearing mice and on tissue removed from humans. But Eberlin and her team plan to test it directly inside humans during surgery as soon as next year. She's confident that the speed and accuracy of the mass spec pin will mean that she's achieved what she set out to do. It will make cancer surgery safer. It will lead to more precise cancer removal so that healthy parts of the body stay intact. And it will reduce the chance of cancer recurrence. And that's really what 
I'm very passionate about like how can I make tools that are actually going to make an impact. Point of Discovery is a production of the University of Texas at Austin's College of Natural Sciences. We're on the web at pointofdiscovery.org. Christine Sinatra is our senior editor. I'm your host and producer, Mark Earhart. Thanks for listening. 